Hey, Sabrina, cool pocket watch. Oh, this? This isn't a pocket watch. It isn't? No. I'm learning how to become a hypnotist. Apparently, I need to swing this chain back and forth in front of my volunteer's eyes and say, you are getting sleepy. And then when I snap my fingers, they should fall under my trance and do as I say until they hear a bell, after which they will awaken, not remembering a single thing. (laughs) Right. You know, I got to tell you, Sabrina, I don't really believe in hypnosis. Oh, no? Well, what if I just swing this in front of you? Back and forth, back and forth. You are getting sleepy, Frank. You are getting sleepy. (laughs) You will host an episode of Hebrew School with me. You will be the best host ever, even better than usual. And when I snap my fingers, you will be ready to start the show. Oh, hi, Sabrina. You ready to start Hebrew School? Welcome to Hebrew School, the game show for really smart kids who want to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Frank, and we are so excited to be here today with Daniel. Welcome, Daniel. Hi. How you doing? I'm so excited to be on your show, and I'm doing really, really good. Amazing. Daniel, we're going to open things up with some rapid-fire questions. You ready to answer? Oh, yeah. All right. Daniel, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Pineapple. Ooh, that's interesting. What's your favorite subject in school? Probably science. Do you have a pet? Uh, yes, actually. We have five. Ooh, what kinds? Well, more like uh, 15 if you count all of our fish. Ah. And we have four kittens and one cat. Okay, and what's your favorite thing about being Jewish? My favorite thing about being Jewish the food, okay. And the mitzvah. Oh, the mitzvahs are the best. And we have one final question for you, Daniel. And it is truly epic. Sabrina? Daniel, you know the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. Well, would you agree that there's some pretty good rules? They cover a lot of the bases? Yes. But do you also maybe think they'd be a little bit better if we added just one more commandment to the bunch? Probably. So if you could add just one more rule to improve on the original ten, what would it be? Let's see. Every Shabbos, you're able to time travel. Ooh, that is a great commandment. Where would you time travel to? The age of the dinosaurs. That's a good answer. Here's the deal, Daniel. No matter what kind of school you go to, you're always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. We want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a test, we're going to play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Ready to play? Yeah. Our first game is called Say My Name. Say My Name. Our first game is simple. We play you a short song about a person from Jewish history. You listen and tell us that person's name. Ready? Yes. Here's their first set of lyrics. Pretty with my sphinx cruising down the Nile. The 
Those are all the types of things that used to make me smile. Until that dude rose up, he came right up to me. And his main demand was that his people be set free. Well, my hardened heart tried to say no. I really like my slaves. But then he sent on down ten crazy plagues. So now they're headed out of town. They think they've been freed. But I'm gonna chase them down and I'll, I'll totally succeed. <laughs> right? Okay, Daniel, here's what I heard. Someone who likes to hang out on the Nile, or used to, until someone demanded he let his slaves go. When he refused, sounds like this person had to suffer through 10 plagues. Also sounds like they think they might succeed at chasing down their freed slaves. What do you think? Mm, I think it is Pharaoh. Winner! Yes, that song was about Pharaoh, the Egyptian king who enslaved the ancient Hebrews and said, no, 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 I will not let them go. We know how that ended for him, though. Not only did he suffer through some gnarly plagues like frogs, lice, and darkness, he and his army drowned in the sea as the Jews crossed to safety. Are you ready for song number two? Yes. My words are inscribed at the base Of the statue whose green-hued face Has welcomed the tired and the poor Seeking a better life upon my shore As a poet I knew words could teach the masses that I wanted to reach And my message is there for all to see Under Lady Liberty Under Lady Liberty Under Lady Liberty Okay, Daniel, let's review what we heard. This person is a poet who has their words inscribed under a statue which welcomes people from around the world who are looking for a better life. Any guesses? I don't know that many famous poets. Can you give me a hint? I can. Her first name is Emma. Do you happen to know what her last name is? Emma? Laura? Oh, you were close. This song was about Emma Lazarus, who was an American writer and poet in the 1800s, as well as an activist for Jewish causes. Her poem, The New Colossus, is inscribed on the base of the Statue of Liberty. The poem includes the famous line, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free. Want to do one more? Sure. Don't make it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. One, two, three, four. Oh, to be the first is an honor. I'll admit it was great. To be the first to lead the Jewish state. As I read out those words, 
of our declaration and the streets broke out in a raucous celebration I remembered my childhood far away and my years on the kibbutz where I worked hard all day and if you've ever flown to Israel you will know my name oh yeah from the airport where you landed your plane Okay, Daniel, we have the first leader of the Jewish state who was born far away, worked on a kibbutz, and whose name you might know from an airport. Any guesses? Probably Ben-Gurion. Winner! Yes, our last song was about David Ben-Gurion, Israel's first prime minister. As one of the primary founders of the state in 1948, he played a central role in creating the state in its early years. And you can't fly to Israel without knowing his name, as Israel's main international airport is Ben-Gurion Airport. Ready for game number two? Yes. This one is called Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales! Daniel. The Bible is full of stories that are so outlandish, it can be hard to believe they're really written there. For this game, we are going to share three unbelievable stories. Two of them are actually written in the Bible, and one of them is totally made up. Your job is to decide which is which. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. You probably know that Abraham was married to Sarah and that all the Jews are descended from the two of them. What you might not know is that Abraham would sometimes pretend Sarah was his his sister. When Abraham and Sarah traveled to Egypt to avoid a famine, Abraham was worried that since Sarah was so beautiful, the Egyptians would try to steal her away. His solution? Tell everyone she wasn't married to him, but rather was his sister. And it totally worked. Not. The Egyptian princes wanted to marry her and God had to save her by sending a plague. You would think that Abraham would learn from this that playing the whole she's my sister card didn't work, but he didn't. When the two traveled to the land of Gerar, Abraham again tells Sarah to pretend to be his sister, and again, the foreign royalty try to take Sarah as their own. God has to save the day again, this time by appearing to the king of Gerar in a dream. Abraham, man, get a better plan. Oof, I hope you learned his lesson. How about this tale? King David was a great musician. He could play the harp like nobody's business. He played it so well that little birds and animals would sometimes join him to enjoy the music. Well, David knew these cute little creatures had more to offer to him than just company when he played music. One day, David was attacked from behind by a jealous would-be usurper to the throne. David's feathered and furry friends leaped into action, attacking David's enemy with their beaks and claws. Grateful for their protection, David dedicated one of his many psalms in their honor. Ah, like I always say, never trust a fluffy rabbit. You never know when it's going to attack. Okay, here's your final story, Daniel. The Israelites had been wandering in the desert for three days without water and were, understandably, getting pretty cranky. They reached a place called Marah, which had water. Yay! But it was undrinkably bitter. Boo! 
Moses turned to God to ask what to do with this bitter water, which was just sitting there teasing him with its uselessness. You might think God would suggest adding some sugar or honey, but no, that's not what happened. Instead, God told Moses to throw a stick into the water, which turned it sweet and allowed the Israelites to drink and relieve their thirst. Now that is what I call a unique solution. Get it? Because chemistry? Moses mixed something new with the water? A solution? Okay, I think he gets it. Daniel, you just heard three surprising stories. But which one is too crazy to be true? Abraham telling Sarah to pretend to be his sister? David's attack animals? Or the stick that sweetened the water? Um, David's attack animals. Winner! Yes! David never commandeered an attack force of furry creatures. He had to rely on the plain old regular army to protect him. The other two tales, believe it or not, are straight from the Bible. Okay, I think we have time for one last game. I'm inspired by David's harp playing, so let's make this game a musical one. Our next game is called Prayer or Pop Song. Prayer or Pop Song. the rules. Sabrina and I are each going to read some lyrics. One of us is reading the words of the Bible. The other is singing along to our favorite pop song. Your job is to tell us which is which. Ready? Yes. Okay, I'll go first. I hear Jerusalem bells are ringing. Roman cavalry choirs are singing. Be my mirror, my sword and shield, my missionaries in a foreign field. Now me. Wisdom cries aloud in the streets, raises her voice in the squares. At the head of the busy streets, she calls. At the entrance of the gates in the city, she speaks out. Okay, Daniel, what do you think? Which was the prayer and which was the pop song? The pop song, I think, was Sabrina's. Oh, so close. But my words were actually from the book of Proverbs or Mishle in Hebrew. Frank was singing along to Coldplay's Viva La Vida. Do you want to try one more, Daniel? Yes. Here's your first song. And in this crazy life and through these crazy times, it's you, it's you, you make me sing. Your every line, your every word. And now for song number two. The earth trembled, the heavens dripped. Yeah, the clouds dripped water, the mountains quaked. Any guesses, Daniel? Which is the prayer and which is the pop song? Pop song is yours. Winner. Yes, Sabrina was sharing the lines to the song Everything by Michael Bublé. I, on the other hand, was reading the words of the Book of Judges. I was just, I was just sleeping. Oh, hi, Sabrina. What are you doing here? Cool pocket watch. Looks like I've learned to be a successful hypnotist after all. What are you talking about? Where, where are we? Is it time to host Hebrew school yet? Don't worry about it. You did great, Frank. And so did you, Daniel. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for hosting me. And if you kids listening at home want to play too, 
And if you're between the ages of 8 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed! Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Studios. It's hosted by me, Sabrina Friedman. And me, Frank Spiro. Our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scaramuccia. Special thanks to Stephanie Butnick and Liel Leibovitz. Please go subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review, too. For more about this show and all of the Tablet Studios podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcasts. Shalom, Shalom kids! kids.